This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Man, the name says it all. If you're rocking with us, make sure you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And now you can leave us five stars on Spotify as well. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get alert of all our great content right away. Now, Pat P, let's get to our great show. First quarter of our show, yes, we're in the offseason, but it's always a first quarter. And with that being said, Pat P, I haven't got an opportunity to really talk to you and dissect what just transpired with the Minnesota Vikings a few weeks ago, the NFL draft took place in Viva Las Vegas. An outstanding experience. The one gripe I probably had regarding that weekend was it was extremely hot. Boy, it was hot. Yeah. And Pat P working outside with a full suit on when it's like 90 plus and yeah, hot and, and dry, it's tough. But you know what? I'd do it all over again if I could. <laughs> Outstanding event. The anticipation for the draft, me and Pat P, you know, we talked about the draft, you know, weeks leading up to the event. The anticipation was big, but the actual event was bigger. So, Pat, I'd like to get your thoughts on, you know, some of the things that took place with your organization, right? We saw the unthinkable happen multiple times with the Vikings during the draft, the entire weekend of the draft, where we saw the Vikings trade with divisional teams, right? Mm -hmm. They traded out of the 12th spot with the Detroit Lions. Detroit ended up getting Jamison Williams with that pick. The Vikings traded all the way back to the 32nd spot to go get talented, hard-hitting safety, Lewis Seen. What was your reaction, number one, to see – what was your your reaction? First and foremost, Pat P, the trade, trading out of the 12th spot to, to, to the 32nd spot. What was your reaction then? What was your reaction to seeing that happen? Well, my first reaction was obviously when you see things like that, you know, the guy that they wanted, you know, wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they, they felt like, you know, moving back, you know, a little bit, they would, they would end up getting, you know, the guy that, you know, was probably second on their on their uh, on their chart on their draft on their drafting chart. So um I, I you know I really don't know the positioning game when it comes to you know moving out of draft picks and you know trading out of draft picks and things like that. I know it's all a big moving puzzle. And you know I you know I felt like you know obviously the the guy who they wanted wasn't there. So they felt comfortable enough to move back a little bit to to get a guy who they knew would possibly be there that can still uh, provide a dynamic uh, impact to this football team right away. Yeah, and and picking the safety Lewis scene, um, we felt like, Pat P, with our discussions, that the secondary would probably be an ideal spot to select a player in the first round. 
You know, yeah. we highlighted the cornerback position. Your guy, Derek Stingley, he was off the board number three, by the way. And oh, Pat P, guess what I did? What you do? <laughs> so leading you up to the draft. draft. I, yeah, leading up to the draft. <laughs> I put a, I put money on Derek Stingley being the first corner to come off the board. I knew you put a drizzy. Hit that. <laughs> then I, 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 I had the Jets taking Sauce Gardner at four. Ooh. Hit, yes. That was nice. Hey, Pat P. That was nice. And that you was hit like, it in Vegas. In Vegas. Back you to ain't back. Got it right there in that. Right there in there. Back to back. <laughs> back to back, like Drake say. Yeah. I got I, I got Stingley at first corner and I got sauce at number four. I knew I was mm-hmm. gonna have a great week. When that happened, yeah. I was like, I'm good. I started good. off. Yeah, yes. that started off a great week for sure. Started off, started off. So shots out to everyone who saw my who saw my story because I actually put my bets on my story. Mm. So if you pay attention to my IG story and you followed my lead, you want some money as well. And if you didn't, maybe next time you, 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 you take my advice. But taking the safety, let me give you a breakdown about the safety, Lewis scene. Talented, hard-hitting safety, Pat P. You're going to love playing alongside him and watching his growth throughout his rookie campaign. One thing about Lewis scene, he loves to tackle. And when he gets to the ball carrier, he's getting there with bad intentions. He has sound, disciplined eyes, and he understands proper angles. And that's the thing about playing defensive back. You don't necessarily got to be the fastest guy, but if you utilize proper angles, that will put you in positions to be successful when it comes to tackling and when it comes to attacking the football. And he do he, he does both things well. And he's he seems to love the football game. He, he seems to love the game of football. And I think he's going to fit in nicely with what you guys already have in the secondary, especially in the, in the back end with Harrison's Hitman Smith. I mean, what better vet safety would you want a young guy to learn from than Harrison yeah. Hitman? And, and, and let's talk about your experience, Pat P. When you come in as a rookie, when you have a very, very savvy vet to learn from, how beneficial is that for a young guy? Uh, I think it's very beneficial um, from a young guy to, you know, pick anything from a guy who's been there and done that, you know, to, to kind of have, uh, to kind of add nuances to your game and, and, and give you tools to help, you know, generate a long, a long, healthy career, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously if a guy like Harrison is, you know, been at the top of his game uh, for a very long time, going into year 11, you know, six, seven, eight odd, you know, something pro bowls, um, obviously he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? So why wouldn't you want to learn from a guy uh, of that statue and, and that has that type of resume um, to help you, you know, fulfill your dreams and fulfill some of the goals that you may have set up for yourself as a as a, as a young NFL um, player as well. And then going in the second round, Pat P, we felt like the cornerback would have been the first round selection. It wasn't. But the team doubled back in the second round, getting Andrew Booth in the second round cornerback. Talented guy to Clemson. Uh, you know, what was what was your reaction to the team picking Andrew in the second round? Um, Andre, you know, I don't know, you know, much, you know, about Andre, but have an opportunity to see a couple of his highlights. Um, a ball hawker, another guy that, you know, that that loves to tackle, look like he uh has a great sound technique when it comes down to tackling. And you know, also having a guy that, you know, I saw a couple of it a couple of his interceptions and it seemed to me like he had some very good ball skills being able to track the ball with his ball uh with his back against the quarterback so 
Um, you know, seeing a, a couple of his highlights, you know, he has you know all the intangibles um, to, to 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 succeed in his league. Now it's all about can he be able to do the things to sustain it. So for me, Pat P, uh, I watched a lot of Clemson's. You know, you know, a lot, a lot of ball games in, involving Clemson, the Tigers. Andrew, like you said, he loves to tackle. Man, he will saw that leg off. Yes, Boy, he, he will. Has an <laughs> hey, listen, he do a phenomenal job sawing that leg off. And listeners and viewers, what I mean when I say saw that leg off, cornerbacks are oftentimes taught to hit the far, the, 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 the farthest leg. That means the leg that's away from you. If you go get that leg, you, you're not missing a tackle. And that's mm-hmm. something that he does, and he specializes in very, very well. He saws the leg off, and he does a great job in playing fast to the point of attack. And like you said, Pat P, also his ball skills. But one thing I love about Mr. Booth, the chippiness he plays with. He plays with the edge on his shoulder. I mean, it's a personal matchup. And, and I can't wait to see exactly how his game translates to the NFL. Now, one thing about Andrew, Pat P, he was a guy who had a first-round grade. The issue for him, what led to him being available in the second round was because he had a core issue that he didn't participate at the combine and pro day. And I think a groin issue as well. So he was dealing with injuries mm-hmm. that prevented him from doing anything at the pro day or at the combine that led to him being in the second round. So he didn't get a chance to run the 40 and do his drills. And that was something the Vikings benefited from because he was available. I, one would think if he did everything that he could have done, he would have been going in the first round because he is that type of talent. So technically for Minnesota, listeners of yours, they got two first round guys with their first two picks and didn't right. have two first round selections. So that's a plus. And I think they should definitely be happy because the, the secondary instantly improved. I mean, when you look at the additions in the secondary, the cornerback position, who do you think will potentially start opposite of you? Oh, uh, I think it'll be Cam. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be Cam uh, coming out of the gate. You know, I think it'll be us two going, going in, and we'll see what happens. You know, I, th- I feel like you know, with with the talent that you know that we're bringing in, we bring guys that you know that that's coming to compete and um, and, and contribute to the team. So mm-hmm. you know, even my spot's not you know one hundred percent, and that's how I go to work each and every day. You know, I, like I believe that's what keeps me hungry, and that's what keeps me young as well. You know what I mean? Having that chippiness on my shoulder as well, knowing that you know I have to fight. I feel like I have to fight for you know a position on this football team as well. So um, I think it's a I think it's going to be you know a challenge in in the cornerbacks competition for you know whoever's in that room at the end of the day. Well, let me ask you this question, Pat P. McKenzie Alexander, you know, it was a guy who was playing the slot corner for you guys all of last year. He's no longer there. So who mm-hmm. who do you believe will command the slot corner? Um, nickel, the nickel I mean, do, guy. Yeah, well, I mean, we're doing a you know a lot of searching right now. You know, a lot of guys are in that position right now. So you know, we haven't really been out on the field to you know to really put moving pieces together yet. You know, I think we get an opportunity to do that next week. So that's when we'll kind of kind of have a glimpse, first glimpse of you know seeing what group will be working together. Yeah, and and and, and considering and thinking about Andrew Booth up and coming corner. For the Vikings, do you see yourself potentially mentoring Mr. Booth? <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing about? Uh, oh man, <laughs> I see where it's going. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, for the most part, Matt. You know, I just, 
I feel like, I don't know the definition of the word mentoring, but, you know, if I have a, a piece of knowledge that's going to help. Helping. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if that's what it is, yes. You know, yes, I probably find myself mentoring Mr. Boot, you know, because at, at some point I don't want to leave this game with some knowledge that I know that helped me that maybe can help someone further their career. You know, I've, my time is in, you know, I'm, I'm 12 years in right now. What benefit is going to do for me holding on a piece of knowledge that I feel I can help the younger generation, you know, so yeah. I'm not going to be selfish and, you know, stingy in that regards or, 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 you know, not relaying, you know, something that can help someone else because that's just not the business I'm in. I mean, especially if he's on my team, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the definition of mentor is advise or train someone, especially a younger colleague. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if that's the if that's the definition, yes, I'll find myself mentoring. And so what are your thoughts on what Ryan Tannehill said <laughs> regarding Malik? I knew Willis? this where you was going. <laughs> I just want to know what you I just I just want you I just want to hear your thoughts. You know, what I mean you've you've been around you've been in the league 12 years, Pat P. You came yeah. in not knowing anything at some point in time. So what are your thoughts in here with Ryan Tannehill, who oh by the way plays the quarterback position? And we all know, like it or not, the quarterback is a leadership position, right? No doubt about it. So what are your thoughts no in doubt. here what Ryan Tannehill had to say? I mean, that was his, those were his thoughts. That was his belief. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I, I think he was a guy that, you know, felt some pressure knowing that his, you know, his job was at stake or whatever. So the, those are the things that came to his mind. I don't, I, I don't necessarily think he meant that, to be honest with you. Not Pat P. I think he meant it. Oh, he meant I don't it. think he meant that. He meant it, Pat P. He said it with so much conviction, and he said it, and it, didn't even, <laughs> it just flowed like, no, nah, it's not my job to mentor him. And my thing is this, Pat P, like, we're, like we play a team-oriented sport mm -hmm. where everyone has to be on their, has to, has to be in their, in their bag for us to be successful, right? Right. And you're right. It's not your job to mentor the young fella, but it's your job to help and show him the way. Because that would be a selfish thing for you to not do because someone did it to you. Someone helped right. you. At some point right. in time, someone had to help you learn the ropes on and off the football field. And for you to say, oh, it's not my job to be a mentor and leave it at that, there lies an issue where you're like, okay, wait a minute. Because if he wasn't a threat, would you have said the same thing? Let's say he was a free agent, yeah. right? If he was a free agent, do you think Ryan Tanner would have said the same thing? No, that's why I say I feel like he he definitely thought you know threatened by you know the 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 draft choice and by mm -hmm. him being you know being there. That's why I feel like it was. I don't think he was prepared for that answer. I mean that question. So that's question, why he kind of, it was like that's why. All right, yeah, that's not my job. Yeah. Boom. I yeah. don't think he thoroughly thought about it. That's why. That's why I felt like he didn't mean mm -hmm. the answer he gave. Yeah, I so, hope but, you're right. I mean, and he could have, he could, he could have been it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I because feel like, like the you best said, way to, yeah, go ahead. Because like you said, someone, someone gave, someone gave their time to you to show you something to help put you in the position that you're in right now. So mm -hmm. why be selfish on, like, well, well, Ryan, I think me and Ryan the same year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's year eleven, year twelve. So what you holding on for? I mean, quarterbacks. Uh, uh, longevity a little bit longer than other positions on the football field, but a lot longer. 
<laughs> yeah, but at the same time, but why would you want to hold on to something? Because at the end of the day, look at it this way. If you get hurt, God forbid, we don't want you to get hurt, knock on wood. And we need we need Malik, Malik yes, in the, the exactly. next three games. And, he, and, and you hold him back information, yeah. you ain't giving him what he needs to go in the game and be prepared to help your team win these pivotal games until you get back in. You, you, you selling your team short. And you're going to lose. You're going to lose ball games. Exactly. You're going to lose ball games. Ryan Tanner was in the 2012 draft pack. Yeah. So he's year after me. Yeah. 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 He's he's 34. My thing is this, like I said, I felt like the best way to answer that question is not my job to mentor him, but I am here to help. I am here yeah. to assist and help guide him. You know what I mean? I Whatever he may need from me on and off the football field. It's my job as a good teammate to be able to share the things that I've learned. Right. You have his, to share everything. Yeah, it might be something share. that you learned as a rookie, or yeah. when I was a rookie. Boom! This is how I learned how to study. Okay, yeah. boom. How, what? When and, I was, when I was, you know what I mean? Just small things like that. And iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Like it's his job to put heat on me. It's my job to keep him off me. Exactly. Right. Like you just said, you got to earn your job. You got to earn your starting position. Mm-hmm. Right. They drafted a guy in the second round. Booth might. Hey, Pat P. You know what? What do you do in off technique when you got to do? You gonna share knowledge, but at the end of the day. I understand what you're trying to do. You should come in trying to take my job. That's what you're supposed to do. You exactly. want to try to take it, but it's my job. Mm-hmm, nah, not right now. I ain't ready yeah. to give it up yet. <laughs> exactly. Every day you go to work, you know I got to go ahead and get better. I can't be complacent. Mm-hmm. Right. When you have threats at something that you're doing, they won't allow you. You won't be complacent because you know I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to sleep. Ain't no, ain't no room for error. It's like when you went to LSU, Pat P. You were loaded with five stars all around you. They 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 Every recruited year. they recruited <laughs> you as a five star. The next year they're gonna get another five star up and coming. Maybe the Morris Claiborns of the world. You like man, oh, yeah. shoot. I was the hot thing last year. I got to stay the hot thing again this year. Man, that was always my mentality, man. Like exactly, I was a five star last year. They they getting somebody in replacement next year. No question. Keep it's your job. On. It's your job to make those guys wait. They wait. And 100%. I feel like that's something that Ryan Tannehill really didn't display and he handled it wrong, but let's see how everything play out. And if you Malik Willis hearing that, now you want, now I am a threat now, cause you don't want to help me. I'm coming in <laughs> with, with intentions of being a threat now. We gonna be uh, teammates, yeah. but just know I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah, so we gotta, we gotta see how that play out. Another question I have regarding the draft, going back to the draft, do you think there are any issues, Pat P, with the Vikings trading back with two divisional opponents, as I mentioned earlier in the show? The Lions and then the Packers. In both situations, the Lions selected a wide receiver and the Green Bay Packers selected a wide receiver as well. Um, no, not really. Like I said, I understand the draft. The draft is a, a big moving puzzle. Mm-hmm. And at, for the most part, those picks were where were Detroit and uh, Green Bay were sitting. They felt comfortable with you know those selections. So I don't see that being you know a problem with them trading. You know, draft picks are uh, divisional foes. Yeah, yeah, and and other picks. Uh, I know our Viking fans love dissecting the draft and getting your thoughts on the draft. Other picks that stand out for me, Pat P. Day two and day three guys. Uh, I look at Brian Osamoa, linebacker from Oklahoma. Pat P. Mm-hmm. He can go. Boy, he can go. Pat P. He he he's mm-hmm. like a tweener. He's like a a safety hybrid safety linebacker type guy. But boy, when I tell you he can go, you guys got him 
in the third round, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, in the third round. You got him in the third round. Pat P, when I tell you he can go sideline to sideline, when he get there, he gets there in a bad mood. He's the type of driver <laughs> that drives with no seatbelt. He's just reckless. Organized sure. chaos is what I like to say. And I wouldn't be surprised, man, to see O'Brien, man, getting some significant snaps at some point in time in his rookie campaign. He can go. Another okay. guy I like, second round, Ed Ingram out of LSU. I think he has an oh, opportunity. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, your former, your, your former Tiger, Gordon Tiger, adds some depth mm -hmm. to the offensive line. And last for me, Jalen Naylor from Michigan State. Uh, played some big-time football for Michigan State. I mean, he got drafted. He was picked one nine one. I mean, could be a long shot, but I really liked his game coming out of Michigan State as well. So those are some other picks that stood out to me when you talk about guys that were not first or second-round picks. Real quick, some interesting news that broke, Pat P, before we let you go. We've seen a few games have been released mm. regarding the Minnesota Vikings. Second oh. week. Of the season, Monday Night Football, by the way, that's a double header, right? You got mm -hmm. one game at 7.15, another game at 8.15. I think you guys are on an 8.15 slate, if not mistaken. But Monday night, the Eagles in Philly. Yeah. In Philly, Pat P, Mr. A.J. Brown. How does it feel having an early national televised game on Monday night? Second week of the season, Pat P. That's prime time. That's early prime time too. Yeah, that's 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 that first. That's that first between that first three weeks of school. So you know, everybody, <laughs> you know how it is now. Everybody gonna come back to school watching that. Uh, talk about that Monday night football on that Tuesday. So um, it's gonna be a lot of fans, uh, viewers watching that game for sure. But oh, having man. in Philadelphia is gonna oh, be yes. uh, even bigger. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, just their fans and the night game. Oh man, how routed they are! Those guys coming off of uh, not as a as in as in the successful season as they won. I believe losing in the first round to Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken. But mm -hmm. you know, finding ways to win and get themselves in position to be competitive again. I know the fans are definitely definitely going to be doubting to that game. Um, I love playing in Philly, you know, so that's one of my you, favorite you, places. Anytime you play. play in Philly, you 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 ball out pretty good in Philly. Anytime I know yeah, it's going man. throughout always, your career. Always, yeah, I always have a pretty good good game there. So it's hopefully hopefully we can keep that going on on a, on a national stage. Um, yeah. Then the, the I think what week four we go to London. Yeah, yeah, go. So this will be my second time going to London. How, how is that experience cool. for you, Pat P? Going to London? Uh, it was it, it was. It's cool because you know I've been there before, so yeah, everything was you know I spent a bunch of time in London before, so everything honestly was pretty chill, you know, just pretty much treating it as a day to day life, uh, as we was in the, in the states. So mm -hmm. uh, only only difference was just the atmosphere was different at the football game, you know, that was the only difference. Yeah, but yeah, having the opportunity to go back out to London for a second time is going to be great. Um, the last time I, we went, I think my daughter Peyton, she was two she'll be six this time and my youngest daughter would be two mm -hmm. so uh it'd be her first time um, in london so it'd be pretty cool for the family uh to kind of reunite you know painting with london and and kind of introducing it to parker so yeah um those two games are that that have come out so far are some very exciting games for sure yeah and also too later this week uh the full schedule will be <clears throat> revealed are you tuning in for that 
uh, revealing to see exactly who you guys playing, when and where and things like that. Is that like a big deal for you? Uh, just kind of getting an early start on your schedule. Actually, I think I kind of I think we already know who we're playing. We just don't know. Yeah, you, you, know. you know. Yeah, you know your opponents. But yeah, Thursday, yes. you get the actual schedule when you playing the guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward to any games, you know, but uh, I mean, I take that back. Who do we have on that schedule? I know I definitely want to beat the Cardinals. I definitely want to beat them because I I think we got them. They come to us this time. Yeah. Um, Of course, you know, Green. uh, Obviously, yeah, you know, those are those divisional games. So, you know, we want to win all of those. That's 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 a given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what all the games is on the schedule, but that's one I'm looking forward to again for sure. All right, so um, let me let me let me get you, your home opponents. Of course, you got Chicago, Green Bay, yeah. Detroit. You got Dallas. You got the Giants. You got Arizona. You got the Jets, and you got the Patriots. That's the home schedule. Uh-huh. That's the home schedule. Man, I'm yeah, a, I, I can't remember the last time the Patriots ever played in Minnesota. That's all the Jets. All right, so you want the away uh, schedule? Yeah. Oh, Dolphins. Yeah, I definitely want to. I think we played the Dolphins. I would love to win, win there. I never won in Miami before right. in my career. So you go to Philly, you go to Washington, you go to New Orleans. Oh, that's London. That's, that's you, got London. Buff, you got Buffalo and you got Miami. Yeah, Miami. And the Colts. You got the Colts at home also. Yeah, so I go to Miami. Hopefully, y'all don't go to Buffalo in late December. Yeah, it gets super cold there. Oh, you go and you go to the crib. You go, yeah, you, South, you go back to South Florida. Yeah, Miami. Dolphins in the car. We're looking forward that's to what, those games. That's what you're looking forward to. Yeah. All right, well, listeners and viewers, what games are you looking forward to? And also, too, I gave a little, you know, insight about my favorite day three, day <clears throat> two and day three picks. Let us know who you're excited to see from the draft picks that the Minnesota Vikings selected a few weeks ago. What's some of your favorite picks? Let us know. Load up our comment box, and sometimes we get to them on the show. Uh, Pat P., last question before I let you go. Um, what, you got in, what you got in store for, for your clique game this upcoming season? Any, anything? Uh, what, you, what you think about? You know, Matt, honestly, I've been, I haven't really been, like, really crazy into the cleats for – for a while now, since you know, I, want, I like to be locked in with my, with my shoes and the older cleats that you know my my collection, mm-hmm. they're a little bit too bulky. You know, I have it; they're not innovative enough into today's game. So I had to put them on the top shelf, Coach. So I'm I'm gonna rock with my my Nike elites. I've been rocking with the last two seasons, all black, just blacked out. Mike Tyson, Iron Mike style, black wait a minute, wait black a sleeve. You can't get can you can't give me no color. You can't give me no color. Oh, uh, I mean, I might be a little color, but for the most part, that's why they're rocking lately. It's just black cleats. I, I, I want. I like when I see what color. Like you can give me some white joints with the white. Yeah, when, I'm, when I'm, y'all I'm, go I'm, all I'm white. Like, the only thing is, it's just when we go to all white. I, my signature is the black sleeve, so it's hard to go black. Black sleeve with some still, with some white still. stuff. What I mean, made you start wearing that black sleeve? Because you wasn't wearing that black sleeve at LSU. You wasn't wearing it when we first got in the league. What, what made you start wearing the black sleeve? Man, you want to know a real story, bro, why I start wearing yeah. the black sleeve? Man? I want to know the significance in the sleeve, yes. I I Because I, I, I don't know. And I'm like, well, where does this come from? Because I look at you, all your stuff at LSU. You know, you had the, yeah, wrist, the wrist tape, the wristband. 
early on in Arizona, same thing. So what, what happens? What's up with the black sleeve? Unity, man. Just unity, just with all the George Floyd, all the just, you know, injustice with, you know, just blacks and just how we've been treated, you know, just how we've been overlooked. You know, that's honestly, that's why I started wearing all black too. Really? Yep. All I, black. I, I like ever since, ever since all the, so I've been doing about every, uh, probably since 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. That's when the black sleeve got incorporated. Mm. I've, been, I've been wearing it ever since. And and what made you to s- decide to select what your left arm? Is that what you wear it on? Yeah, so my left arm. I just you know I, the reason I choose I chose the left arm because that's I don't know it's just my watch arm. All my grandfather always told me that's that's the man's side. Yeah, you gotta wear your watch. <laughs> you gotta wear your. your but, hey, my granddaddy told me to save that. Yeah, so. Say a man wears his watch on his left. <laughs> Wrist, remember that. Yeah, I said, man. I'm like, what? He said, remember that your man wears his watch on the, on, the, on his left wrist. So it's funny that Uncle Buster told yeah. you the same thing. Yeah, man. So that's the reason why I started wearing the black sleeve. To me, it resembles unity uh-huh. and just and just with us us blacks, just always prevailing and finding a way, but having to do a better job of having each other back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's okay. where the black sleeves come from. That's where the black sleeve come from. All right. I see what you're doing. And now you talk about, you know, the, the Joy Floyd incident some years ago. Now you're playing in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. You're playing in Minnesota. So you're right there, you know, in, in, in the heart of everything that took place some years ago. And people still talking about to this day. And, um, you know, his family still, and friends that are close associates to him, you know, still keeping his name alive. And that, that's unique. I, I didn't know what the significance was to the black sleeve, but I get what you're putting down. And yeah. you still can add a little color. You can get rock the black <laughs> sleeve. You can rock the black sleeve. Hey, Mac. You, you can still add a color to the quick game, though. Hey, you another know, quick. What you got? Another, another funny story. So, like I told you, I literally, I wear black every single day. So, the joke in my house is, my kids always, like every time they see daddy, I'm always in all black. Only time I really don't wear all black is probably on the weekends or like when I'm hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. So my da- my daughter was like, you know, daddy, you know, why do you always have them all black? I was like, you know, daddy's like Batman. You know, <laughs> anytime you see Batman, you will never see him with his cape off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's like, then she started thinking about, she's like, oh, Batman, no, 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 Batman. So boom, some time go by. This happened like maybe when I first, first started wearing all black. So some time go by, some time go by. So I come out from out of town, you know, I, I pull up in my all black. She mm-hmm. goes, ah, daddy, is that the only thing you're going to wear is all black? <laughs> <laughs> so in my house, my uniform is, is all black. So on the weekends, I cannot wear all black because I'm technically off. Oh, so on the weekend you gotta wear colors. I got them colors on the weekend. That's the unwritten rule. Unwritten rule. I like it. In the Peterson household, you gonna wear you gotta wear something that's not so, black related. Yeah. And, and on the weekends, exactly. I can't, Monday through Fridays, I can wear all black. Yeah. On weekends, I can't wear all black. And people don't realize, like during training camp, Pat P, man, guys wear the same outfit almost every day. 
Every day. Every day. Hey, it's getting washed. It's, it's gonna get washed. Like no question. <laughs> you don't have to pack anything. You can take a little bowling ball bag to training camp. Five and, days and, worth. And you only and you only need one outfit and one yes, pair sir. of socks. Because when That's you go it. to practice, they gonna they can they can wash you with your laundry bag or whatever the case may oh, be. Yeah. And you get you, oh, you yeah. put your outfit on your uniform, and then when you shower up, you put this, what you just wore this morning. The same thing. No that was, that, that's what make training camp, camp so grueling because you see the same, you see all the guys in the same outfit every day. Hey, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's my first training camp. I packed, I packed the whole luggage like I was going away on vacation, man. I had all kinds of Nike shorts in there, George shorts, different shoes. But I'm, keep, I'm like, and I, I'm wasting all these good outfits. Right. You don't see nobody. You only see people yeah, in the same facility. That's it. In the cafeteria, people in the cafeterias, yeah. So training camp, man. Listen, you, you man, you can take it. You actually can take a book bag, right? <laughs> Just have your toiletries in there, whatever you need. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. I got, I got you. But Pat P, you still can give me some color in the cleats. I may change up. I'm bit. starting it's early. Right. It's May. We got a whole. We got a whole. What? What? Three three months before the season. The, the yeah. really. The whole, you got a whole three months to get things in line. Yep. I got you. I got you. I, I need to see some color. That's it. You can keep the black sleeve because I know it's, it's 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 sentimental to you. Well, you can give me some color in the cleat game. All right. And then All this right. what you do. You 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 first game of the season. Y'all probably gonna open up with Detroit. First game of the season. Dang boy, let's see that hat. Let's see if that hit when the schedule come out. Y'all play Detroit first game of the season or anything I love, Pat P. Anything I love, I'm gonna play the lottery on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I play Detroit home away first game of the season. I'm why won't you put? I'm sure. I'm sure that's a bet. Why won't you? Why won't you bet? They got to bet everything. Eric, find out. Yeah, you're right. That's a bet. I'm gonna put it down <laughs> right now. So y'all do the same thing. First game of the season. Pat, it's Pete. gonna be. A, it's gonna be a divisional uh, opponent. If it's Detroit, sure. if, it's, if, yeah, if it's, it's Detroit, Pat P. If you give me color first game of the season, and you you get a pick, you know you got to give me color the next week. Mm. Man, it's gonna be Monday night. That's, the deal. That's, that's, that's gonna be a deal. All right. All right. We'll see. Is that fair? We'll see. That's fair. I got. I got to get some of that. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So week one against Detroit. Give me color. You get a pick. Week two Monday night gig. You gotta give me color. Deal. And you gotta ride that color until you don't. Hey you don't, man, you you didn't say all that. You just said give me a color. No, 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 no. Hit me out, Pat P. Hit me out. No, if I, you, you can, on, listen to me. No, 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 no. Listen to him. I'm about to let you go. I know it's late. Okay. If you get a pick in color, week one, and you but double it back week two, and you get another pick in color, you know you got rock color on week two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all right. I got you. That's a deal. That's if a you deal. start the season off with two picks, the first two that's games. You can't change nothing. That's a deal. You're right. right? You you know how right. I go. You, you know how I go. You know you know how you're we right. do. You can't change nothing. Got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. You're right. You're it's right. hot. You can't get off the blackjack you, table when you you not you don't stop when you just hit blackjack three times. Keep it going. You don't cash in and say, "Oh yeah, you, you know that's up. enough." You, ah. And you double up. <laughs> so so let, let's first thing Detroit week one when the schedule come out and I'm hit your phone boy y'all play. Yeah, you know what? Let me check my account. Let me see if I can figure out what the schedule is. Because I'm going to put something on the, money, on the line right now. Like I did Stingley and Sauce Garden. And people laughed at me like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. 
Let's let's see what happens, ladies and gents. But Pat P, man, listen. Always nice catching up with you. Yes, Getting sir. ready. Getting ready as Pat P is in Minnesota right now. The guys are working out. Y'all, y'all, is the majority of the team still there right now? I mean, everybody's still all oh, hands yeah. on deck? Yeah. Everybody's still here, baby, locked and loaded. So it's serious business. I like hey, it. Man. I like it. We got we got big we got big goals on our mind, man. We trying man. we trying to get the damn thing. That's you trying all. final game of the season? You trying to get to Arizona? No doubt about it. That's the final game of 100%. the season. Yep. And I'll be there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you go. So, you can't you can't wear a black suit though, Pat P. Mm, you never know. I got a bunch of them too. I know you do. You can't act like you going to a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> You got no, you, you know, I, yeah, honestly, I, I got some fire suits now. I, I'm, I know I, you got only, fire suits. Only, only wear the all black early in the season. Then I, once it gets a little cold, that's when I, you know, bring out the color and switching it up with the uh, with the fall and the, the winter and all that stuff. But yeah, I won't have, I will not have a black suit for uh, for a game because I typically, because I'm, I'm, I'm a two, I'm a two, I'm a two suit pony. So I wear all black. Maybe wear all black there. Mm. And I switch it up and, and pull out one of my new ones on game day. Okay, that's that's what you call stunting right there for you. Yeah. Hold on, no, that's what you call stunting. <laughs> that's what you call stunting. Well, ladies and gents, thank you for joining us. Brian McFadden, Patrick Peterson, all things covering covering everything re- related to football. This episode, Minnesota Vikings recapping the draft. Hey, mm-hmm. until next time, see you when we see you. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.